Football debates, hot takes, and analysis our way. With compas and a carne asada, this is Football Asada. Welcome home. All right, boys. This is episode 20 of the Football Asada podcast. And we're joined by the one and only 29. Um, for those who don't know, he's Weston McKinney's right-hand man. Mexico. It was oddly enough, funny enough, he's a Mexico fan. And yeah, so the question of the day is, or do you want to introduce yourself, Diego? I usually get introduced. I don't really know how to introduce myself. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> we, we, we can cut this part out. I'll just say... Uh, um, no, it's it, it, it's 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 funnier when you just go off just whatever, bro. No, I'm Diego. I'm tw- known by 29 on Twitter, bro. I kind of break U.S. men's national team news just on accident, never <laughs> intentionally. But you're, just, you're but you're a Mexico fan, right? But I'm a Mexico fan. I am, bro. I was my family's Mexican as fuck. I just they're they're like I, I grew up in a Mexican household, like Mexican, you know, like a Mexican household, like damn, yeah, like yeah, yeah. to Mexico, just in the United States. Yes, so sir. I grew up in a Mexican household. I grew up watching Mexico. That's my country. But recently, I've had some U.S. men's national team bias just through Weston, through his through his rise in the national team. So it got me closer to the team, closer to him. So I do support him. But when they play Mexico, I do support Mexico. Just like the two, the two finals in 2021 that we lost back to back, I was at both of them. And I was pretty sad. So With that being said, bro, like the U.S. has beat us. Uh, three times, three times in the last two years, they we haven't beat them in four tries. They keep exporting to Europe, Mexico. We just got saw Diego Lainez return from Europe to Liga MX. Same thing with Santi Munoz. You see Marcelo Flores, another one of our star boys, on the bench for like over a month and a half. It's kind of looking scary. Like it's it's looking like very soon. Like the U.S. is going to be the kings of Concacaf, like historic, but not just now, but like historically known as the kings of Concacaf. Like there might be no return, bro. Like it's kind of worrying me as a Mexico fan. What do you guys think? Historically, I, w- I wouldn't say historically yet. Yeah, it's on the way though. Well, it's on the, it's way. on the way. Yeah, it's if, if they if they keep going and they keep pushing like this. I mean, USA. I mean, they're saying everyone a euro, bro, for like cheap. Mexico's doing nothing. Fuck, dude. Give it ten years. If it if it stays the same for ten years, we're fucked. We're done. I think Mac- there, there, there's still ways to go, right? Like we still, we got a confederations cup. Well, I, I don't even want to bring in the confederations cup because you know what, that shit doesn't exist anymore. So we'll, we'll scrap it off the table. We still got the Olympic gold. We even got an Olympic bronze. I don't want to flex that one. I'll flex the Olympic gold because we beat a, we beat a good Brazil. But it is looking rough out there, bro. It is looking rough with players like Hector Herrera way past their prime going to Houston and just just sitting there for the vibes. Diego Linus coming back to Monterrey. It, it looks rough, man. Oh, yeah. Monterrey, Tigres, yeah. Please don't refer to Tigres as Monterrey. They have, like, this really small part of the town that, that belongs to them, and it's, like, far out there, like, not even, like, in no man's land, and we don't really claim it. But, <laughs> but nah, yeah, bro. I mean, I tweeted about this early, last week. It's getting nasty for Mexico right now, bro. We didn't export one player to Europe this season besides uh, Cesar, Cesar Montes. Montes. And he should have been... And the problem with that is that's cool, but he should have been there like three years ago. Yeah, no, so, I don't even consider Ochoa a move because that, bro. I mean, nah, nah, yeah, I don't I, count. He got, yeah, it's 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 getting nasty out there, bro. It, it's it's getting bad for us. It, it's crazy that you bring up uh, Ochoa because David literally went from DC United to 
What was it? San Luis? It was Salt Lake. It was Salt Lake. From Salt Lake to DC United, from DC United to San Luis. And now he's in the U20s. Yeah, he's not even in, in San Luis's first. And there, there is Mexican-American goalies out there that there that that, that are way better options for Mexico to pursue, but they won't pursue them because they're so stuck on the veterans. That, that, that's crazy. That's can what we, sucks, can, too. Can we talk about that for a sec? Because... Bro, look look at the last camp, right? The one the the one the USMNT camp, the one where they played Serbia and Colombia. Bro, there was three, right? It was Sendejas, uh Jogo, Jogo and and Brandon Vasquez, and those are all like fairly young players that could easily play for it. Bro, and uh, if Mexico were just talking. There was four as uh, Kate Cowell, too, and he was their, he was their be- he was their best player. He was their best yeah, player. Kate Cowell balled out against Serbia. He does not want to play for Mexico. Nah, at all. his hit his little brother does though. His little brother does because he's been playing does. with us. But that's fine. You, I was technically there was four though, but yeah, three. And, and, and it's yeah. The, as far as like the the Diego said, there are Mexican American goalkeepers like Fernando Delgado. I think he was on trials with like uh, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. And then there's the uh, one of the Carrera brothers plays goalie who's pretty good. Antonio, he's in he's Antonio. in FC Dallas. And then, oh, and the and the Ka, Emilio Choa. And, and, and then Emilio Choa, Anthony Ramos, Oh, yeah, Anthony Anthony Ramos, Ramos, like, shout out Mexico Anthony. has options, but they went for the wrong option. And then they they just don't pursue these players because it's like if they don't let it be known they want to be a Me- they want to play Mexico, they don't give a fuck about them. Yeah, that's true, 100%. Well, that well look, that, no, I was saying Anthony's already with our U20, so that's that's a good sign, right? But the the, the thing is that uh, 29 brought up earlier, it's um the main issue is we don't export enough and when we do, it's guys that are 25 and like they're already developed players like Cesar Montes has been good enough to be in that Espanol team since he was like 22 and now he's going to be 26 in like uh, a Dude, month. He's their best. He's their best defender already. Yeah. Like, yeah. like could you imagine if you got in there at 22 by now, if he had continued developing, he might have been to the top four team in La Liga, like a Sevilla or Sociedad or Barcelona, or Real Madrid. You never know. You see the, you see the, the, like the U S doing it. They're exporting like five, six, seven, eight guys a window, and they're all like U20 players. So it's like, and then us, we're sending two guys, one of them's 37. It's like, that doesn't even matter anymore. And then another one's about to be 26. It's like, yeah, that's good. And I guess that's good for like maybe this World Cup cycle. But like, again, that's one player, bro. Like, like we need to be exporting – like a country like Mexico should have no problem exporting ten to fifteen there guys. There should have been at least five players that should have gone to Mexico this year. Yeah, like just- it should be like that every single window, bro. Like every window. Like, like think about it. Because when you send one, and then we so we literally we sent two players. Right? We said sent out Cesar Montes and Ochoa. And Ochoa we, you didn't send Ochoa. Ochoa was a free agent though. That yeah, count. yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, that, 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 you can't even count. That's why I don't count it because he went on his own. Yeah, that's true. Oh, and that, he's also like thirty yeah, something. That's true. That but you, so we send one, and then we get two in return. So we actually like lost players from here because Diego Linus came back. Um, who's the other one? Um, God, I, I just, I just said, Munoz, Munoz. Munoz. Mm-hmm. Like, and then especially when we're sending so little, bro, and they fail, it gets like highlighted even more because when you send five and three of them fail. It's like, damn, 60% of the Mexicans that went abroad failed. But if we're sending 30 and, like, say, like six and failed. six failed, it's like, oh, shit, like, so you, you won't players. even notice. Even if you send 30 and 15 fell, that's good. It's, it's still, good. Yeah, exactly. it's still half. It's still half. Exactly. Like, that, that, that's crazy because even, like, that, Daniel Aceves, right? Like, oh, him too. He, he was supposed back, to come right. He, that's another one. Oh, oh, shit, yeah. Did he? Is he yeah. He's with Pachuca. He's back. He's back. That's actually three. That's three that came back. So this so window, we're negative. This, we're in a negative window, streak. We, we, we netted a negative number of players exporting, and you and we should have netted a positive, bro. Uh, Ke- Kevin Alvarez should have been there. 
You guys remember at some point in this transfer window, Pal- pa- Palanitacos wanted to bring out Uriel Antuna from Cruz Azul. Oh, yeah. The and they, yeah offered that, like, that's what, they offered like two mil, I think. And Cruz Azul was like, no, we want like five. I'm like, bro, in what world is Uriel Antuna worth five million? He's not. He's, USA sent Pax and Pomico for one million dollars. Yeah. That's just crazy. That's like the main issue is the money. But like the thing is. Liga MX is like they're very like the owners especially are very dumb, bro. Like it's like if you realize if you were to send like think of it as an investment. If you were to sell all these guys cheap now, and they end up like although like the again obviously not all of them are gonna hit, but the ones that do hit, if any of them ever make it big, that gives more trust to those European teams to invest in Liga MX. Like you know what, like we've bought from we've bought from Chivas, we've bought from Club America, we've bought from Cruz Azul, we've bought from all these teams, and they're and they're actually hitting. Like well, let's let's keep doing it. But it's like, and it's like, and, and they're very cheap, and we keep making profit. And then eventually, once like U.S. the uh, Mexico establishes that trust that like the players out there are doing well, then they're willing to pay more money. But like when right away we want to like ask teams to pay eight, nine, ten million for a player that's unproven, like it's not cheap to buy from Mexico, bro. Let me give you an example. Omar Campos has like zero caps for the national team. He's very good in Liga MX. He's like a very bright future left back for Santos. And Feyenoord wanted him, and then Anderlecht wanted him, and Galatasaray wanted him, and Santos rejected all these bids because they want a ridiculous nine million. It's like, bro, like he's a great player, but he's also unproven. Yeah. You need to understand, like th- th- these, like we're, we're not a proven market yet. Like, like how Diego was saying, like you can go and you can you can yeah. say it now, Diego, like oh, yeah, like, we're not a proven like, market. And, like, like Brazilians are. Yeah, like Brazilians, bro. Like this six-year-old. He, he okay. I don't, I don't know how many like professional uh games he has, but he sold for like sixty five million, bro. To Madrid. For, no, he's not proven. He's not proven or nothing. Who are we talking about? Andrick. Andrick, the Real Madrid boy, bro. But that's potential. That's because they have history of. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so in Mexico, history. in Mexico, bro, we should have been doing. We should have been done this already with like Hugo Sanchez, bro. When Hugo Sanchez went and fucking became a star, imagine, let's say, imagine, like, we would have just kept sending Mexicans and Mexicans. We would have been a fucking powerhouse by now, bro. We would have we would have been a fucking You know beast. what's crazy? We're always in competition, even though we're not a powerhouse. So just imagine if we actually help the growth of the, of, of the player, of the, like, growth the development of players. Like, we would really be up there. Because we're already up there without sending nobody to Europe. Uh, like, craziest to me also, too, is, is like, for example... Like, the U.S. has sometimes players that fall off the grid for a little bit, but then all of a sudden, like, this kid from uh, that plays in the Netherlands, what's his name? Uh, Taylor Booth, right? Yeah. The one that just had, like, that crazy game against a- Ajax. Like He's had a crazy like, season. Yeah, like, out of nowhere. Like, he, like you know, I'm pretty sure if you talked about Taylor Booth last season, they'd be like, oh, he's just kind of like another, like, they James wrote him Sands. Off. They wrote him off. Yeah, like another Uli Yanis. And then, like, out of nowhere, he comes and he's like, Popping off like now, now, now everyone's like, okay, we could talk about getting him back into a national team camp at some point. Like that's the strength that the USMNT has that Mexico honestly doesn't. If they fell in Europe for Mexico, they just send them back. They just come back. They come right back. They come back home. They just it, fuck it. It's also, um, it's also what also needs to change as long as as well as like the money standpoint of like stopping young players from going to Europe. It's also we have to put some blame on the players as well, bro, because some of them. They like I, I'm gonna be honest. Like I, I'm, I'm a huge, huge Diego Linus fan, but he he chose money over career. Like there's Diego Linus. No one can convince me that he's not talented enough to be in Europe. He's he's a very talented player, 
But like he was seeking to be the highest paid player at America and the highest paid player in the league. It's like, bro, like you, let's be honest, you've done pretty close to pretty much close to nothing in four years. And to have that mentality of like, oh, I need to be making this much money kind of shows that like he wasn't willing to go to like a lower mid table team in Portugal or mid table team in in uh, the Netherlands or a very low end team in Spain. Like he wanted because they're not going to be able to afford his wages. Another one, Alexis Vega. Saying like I don't I don't want to go to Europe for six months for what like like uh, just so they can just if I fail right away it's like bro why are you even thinking that way like go and take the risk like he was rumored to go to Wolves Wolves had offered him a six month loan with an option to buy and he's like rejects it because he thinks like nah I'm like I don't think that's a good move for him but it was a loan with an option to buy so it wasn't even he wasn't gonna stay there I think I kind of get that one bro it's like you're sending me to a place that I, I don't you're you're sending me to a place that I don't even think I'm gonna be good. I get both sides of it. Yeah, but it's like, it's, it's like you. I, I would want players to like take that risk though. Like, like a lot of players take that risk, and like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But you never know. Like, like you can't, you can't convince you. Brandon Aronson was, was ready for the Premier League. He was playing in Austria, bro. He went, he went from little to no minutes in MLS to Austria to like all of a sudden you're going to the Prem. Like, like he he took the risk. He's like, fuck, it, I'm gonna go. Like, why not? Like Ricardo Pepe went from MLS straight to the Bundesliga. It, 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 that one's hey, work. Hey, your boy, your boy Wes, bro. Hey, but, yeah, exactly. Wes McKinney. Well, 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 yeah, Wes went from Wes went from relegation and shock to Jew. That one, that bro, that that one really, really, really caught us off guard. We're just he was in, he was in the states when when they when Juve called and we we're just in fucking we we're just in Dallas and all of a sudden his agent calls him like, hey, Juve wants you. He has no plans of moving to a top four team anytime soon, and all of a sudden Juve calls him and and he's like. Oh yeah, he he fucking flew his ass back to Turin, and then he ended yeah, and he ends up scoring against Barcelona and and Camp Nou like months later, bro. C- contrary to popular beliefs, he had two good seasons at Juve. Oh no, he had a great year. He had, he became he had the great best. two seasons there. Like he won, he won a he won a, a Sudet. What are they called? Scudetto. Yeah, Scudetto. 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 Yeah, he yeah won with, Scudetto with, with, with Pirlo and Ronaldo and them. He had a he had a good season. He had a good and a Copa career. Italia. I think they yeah, won a Copa he, Italia. He, he too. had success there, bro. But you're right. He went from Schalke to Juve overnight. And he did well, dude. This is this is the thing, though. This is that mentality thing. If that was a Mexican player, like, oh, I'm relegation side, like, bro. But that's the thing, Mexican. I, bro, I think Diego was on that space when we talked about Lanes, bro. Uh, uh, Mexican agents and American agents are way different, bro. And the people around the players are way different. Yep, hundred percent. It's just we move differently than Americans, bro. Whether it's our agent, whether it's our family, like, we just move completely different than Americans. We, we need we need to like change that, like the mentality of like getting profits now and just looking for money because like like they, they, people that we need players as well like as well as the teams like letting them go easier to europe whatever we need players that are willing to go like you know what i know i'm a star here in mexico i know i get paid a lot here i know i'm like a pop popular here but i'm willing to go to a team in the netherlands where i'm not gonna like the weather i might not like the food out there i might not like the culture i'm gonna I'm struggle for a bit i'm not gonna get paid as much and i'm not a star yet i need to be, prove myself again but eventually, that could be the leapfrog for me to go to like a huge team and become the face of the national team. Like we need more players with that mentality. Like think about it. Like Weston McKinney, that situation. If that was like a Mexican player, they could have easily said, "Oh well, I'm almost fighting relegation to Charlotte. Like I'm not going to go to Juve. Like just so I can flop. I'll just go back to Liga MX, make a bunch of money." And it's like, like no. But that mentality, like you know what? I think I am ready to take this step up. Like and if I'm not, I'll like try to make. If they're calling for you. I would assume they know what the fuck they're 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 going. Yeah, to. like yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Also, but like, 
Like, why would Alexis Vega, like, if Wolves is interested in you, like, Wolves are watching your film, like, they believe in you, and they're willing to, like, at least give you a six-month loan, like, why are you going to say, like, already kind of shoot yourself down and be like, nah, because if I fail, I'm just going to come back and I wasted six months? Like, bro, it's like, why why do you think of it as a wasted six months, though? Like, why isn't Raul Jimenez pushing him to make that move when he's literally there? I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, it's it's know, that Mexican bro. mentality. Like, that like, like, why isn't Raul Jimenez telling Alexis, just come make the move, bro? Like, I got you. Like, like I, it's a good move for your career. It's it's crazy too because you see that a lot with Americans. Yeah, right? You like, see what Americans they push each other. They're like, yeah, bro, come over. It's that like, culture it's, change, bro. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Change. I'm pretty. You could you could you could say this, Diego. I'm pretty sure Tyler and 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 Brendan talked to oh, talk to West before. Like, bro, I had a whole week of fucking media tours speaking about the transfer, bro. Like Tyler Adams had a huge influence on Weston going there. Listen, why the fuck would what? Listen. Leeds, not the best team. I get it. But West was West needed a new challenge. And, and I understand it. it's not the most ideal challenge, but guess what? It's still a challenge in the Premier League. And with a little bit of convincing from Tyler and Brandon and Jesse, who just got fired, that's a whole different story. But his his boy, his American teammates are saying, come, come join us. We're, we can do something special here. That's facts. My question is, why isn't Raul Jimenez telling Alexis Vega, Vente for, for, for seis meses. Vente, vente, vente. Te va a gustar, vas a estar bien. Like, I don't, I don't understand why he's not doing that. Instead, he's probably just telling him, instead, he's probably just telling him, don't come. Like, it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's also crazy because, I mean, Raul Jimenez, bro, went, I think he, his first team in Europe was Atletico, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yep, Atletico. Yeah. And then, and then, and then he, didn't, he didn't do as, as good. And then he went to Portugal, Benfica. And then he from there, he went to the Prem. Like, bro, stuff like that. Like, he went from a big-ass team to, a, like, obviously fairly, like, you know, not that good. He, he, he kept digressing every time. Every move he got, he got yeah, he kept digressing. But he, but then his prime was at Wolves when he was killing it, bro. This guy was just a fucking monster, bro. He just got hurt. He just got hurt. That's the, that, that's the thing, though, right? Like, not every player has the same has the same progression in their career. Or not every player's peak. Like, you could play at a bigger club, but your peak is, isn't going to be at that club, right? It's it's hard to make it at a big club. Not everyone can do it. Look at look at, look at at Dest. He's fa- he failed at Barcelona. He's failing at Milan. Doesn't mean he can't be a good player at a smaller club. And guess what? Des is going to go to a smaller club and actually be good. That instead of coming to the MLS to get big money from LA or Miami, he's going to just go to a small team in Europe. So that that's the big difference. Like I said, like this is why I fear for Mexico and like why that, I think the U.S. is like going to keep progressing and we're going to keep going backwards. Because dude, look at this: when a Mexican like Diego Line is like kind of flopping, he'll find he'll go for the money back to Liga MX. When but if you look like it in American, let me give you some examples. Like Malik Tillman, he was at Bayern Munich. He didn't just like, oh, like I'm just gonna like settle and or whatever. He's like, I'll, I'll take a loan move to Scotland. Like I'll I'll I'll, st- I'll take a step down. Like same thing with Taylor Booth. Wasn't Taylor Booth at Bar- uh, Bayern Munich as well? Yeah, he he was a fucking right back at fucking. Yeah, Bayern. so he went from so Bayern like, they, to they wanted him as a right back to a mid table Eredivisie team instead of like, you know, nah, you know what? Like I'm gonna go to the MLS and make a hell of money. Like nah, he's like I'm gonna go to U- this Utrecht, this team that unknown team in the Netherlands. And try to make a name for myself. Like we need more Mexicans like doing that as well. Like or at least you know trying. you know who's doing it perfect. You know who's doing it perfect for me right now is Santiago Jimenez. Bro. Santiago Jimenez. I was like, gonna he's mention doing that. It perfect, bro. Like Feyenoord, he's not even starting yet. But no, Jimenez is starting now. He started the last three, four games. That's even better. I mean, no, but like when he got there, right? Oh, like yeah, Danilo yeah. was a starter. And like I said, now he's worked his way to a starter position. He's scoring Europa League. He's scoring Eredivisie. He's scoring in the Dutch Cup. And like, bro, now you can now know now Feyenoord fans are like, oh, we love Santi. Give Santi two more seasons in Feyenoord. I can guarantee you some big 
Prem, La Liga, or Italy, Italian teams going to be like, yo, we want, we want Santi on our team. Yeah, I, I say give it a season. He's going to, I think a season, he's going to be like, he needs like, to start like starting. Yeah. yeah, he needs to start a whole Yeah, he's a whole season stri- starting striker, kill it. He's making a big move, bro. Like, he's killing it, in my opinion. Like, I mean, I, I see some of the, his games, bro. He opens up so many plays for his teammates. Like, he's not, he's not like, like, he hasn't been scored. I think the last couple of games, he's, he hasn't scored. He scored once, yeah, yeah. But like, bro, I see, I, and I see people. I'm on Feyenoord Twitter. People are like, dude, like Santi Jimenez is like my favorite player right now. And it's like, bro, this guy's already winning the fans of Feyenoord, like the Feyenoord fans. Like that's just and the crazy, crazy thing bro. is, bro. Like that that team right now is in first place, and they're probably gonna win the league, and they're gonna be in the Champions League. Like we could already have Santi like from like, and now Santi's gonna be playing in the Champions League with every well, all eyes on him but and that also goes back to another situation bro santi's doing this in uh in europe and yet he wasn't the guy at, at the world cup that's crazy that's crazy bro that's crazy i don't even want to bring that up yes it's just like, like me. but the thing is the thing is bro like what mexico needs though like we can't just have one santi jimenez bro like what why, why why don't we have four five like what? Why don't we? And they don't all have to be like scoring constantly. They don't all gotta be Santi, but at least you have European options in the exactly. bench. Exactly. Right? Santi, if Santi's not cutting it out today, guess what? We got somebody on the bench that exactly, bro. That, with good, yeah. like, good experience. Like, not to keep bringing up the U.S., but like, like that. That's that's them. Like that's them. They, they, if Pepe's not working out, they got Sargent, they got Haji, they got all of them. Exactly. Like we have all our eggs in one basket, and when that fails, it's like now where do we do? Now where do we go? We just have epic fail. That's how we need to like export. We got Rogelio Funes Mori and Andrew Martin, brother. You know, but <laughs> when fucking Orbelin was fucking killing it, bro, like people were like, oh, what the fuck? How did this, like, how is this guy doing good? When you play your actual best players, you see what happens. Like they finally decided to play Edson and Luis and Orbelin together. And what happened? Bro, they killed it that game, bro. Orbelin, I, I swear, like, it's so funny because I, I would watch him at Cruz Azul. My parents are Cruz Azul fans, so I would always be watching Cruz Azul games. I'm like, bro, this guy's a fucking beast. Like, his little celebration was always like, bro, this shit's fucking goaded. Oh, he's, Orbelin is good. He's yeah, good. Dude, he's it, good. And then also, it, it just sucked when he fa- he failed. He failed a little. Oh, well, yeah, he kind of failed in, in Celta de Vigo. But guess what? He didn't go back home. Yeah, he didn't go back home. He was like, you know what? Let me go to the fucking Greek League with fucking um, Al- Almeida. Let me go fucking kill it there. Bro, he's probably... He's probably like top five players in the league. Let's be honest. He kills it over there, bro. It's, and he didn't come back to Mexico, which most players in his shoes would have came back to Mexico. Most players, if you're going from Spain to Greek, you would. Most players would probably prefer going from Spain to Mexico. Like, hundred oh, yeah. percent. I'm gonna go gonna back make home. Double I'm the a, money. I'm gonna get a couple million. I'm a because in Mexico they live like kings, bro. Every they're celebrities in Mexico, bro. A, a, a star Mexican player in Mexico is a king. It's a, they're a celebrity. They're a celebrity. You go to Greek, no one knows you. You don't speak the language. You don't like the culture. It's not worth it. For $500,000, it's not worth it. Or I can go back to my hometown for $3, 4000000 million. And here's the thing, bro. Here, here's the thing. That thing, that him not going back to Mexico and him staying in, in Europe, like just taking a step down like to Greece, it's actually paying off because now he has interest from like teams in the in the Serie A and like teams like in way better leagues than – so like – we need to have that mentality, bro. Like, like Edson Alvarez, for example, bro. He was he he got offered like two hundred, three hundred thousand a week from Chelsea. Like, and Ajax rejected it, bro. And that's just fucking crazy. This guy was about to make bank. Here's the big blessing for the USMNT is missing the World Cup in two thousand four in uh, two thousand and eighteen. Like the big that was a big blessing, bro. Because from there we saw everyone. Like we saw West. We saw like well, Christian was part. Of, Pulisic was already part of the. 
part of it. But we saw West, Dest. We saw like a whole bunch of players start to come in right after Tyler and start like, and now we hit like, like Chris said, right? We hit 2021 Nations League final and then the Gold Cup after. Like, you see the culmination of that process from after 2018 to 2021. And like, if if USSF was run like Mexico, we would have still been seeing players like Josie Altador. We would have still been seeing some Graham Susie. We would have still been seeing like... Uh, 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 bro, we have those players just in Mexican versions, bro. That's the thing. Yeah, dude. Like, that, uh, there, there's no reason we shouldn't have had an all-Europe 11 at the World Cup because we had the players. Exactly. We had exactly. the players. Yeah, we had the players. Like, Arteaga didn't even get a fucking minute. Santi didn't go. And he's he's killing it in fucking Greek. In uh, Belgium. Belgium. Belgium, 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 with, with, with yeah, with that. With, with Gank. That, yeah, with like, Gank, 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 yeah. Their first place. He, he's killing it at Gank, and he didn't even get a fucking minute, and I think it's because he just doesn't have a good relationship with Tata. Bro, that's... But nobody did. Nobody had a good relationship. The only people who had a good relationship with Tata was, like, Henry Martin, Rogelio Funes Mori, and... <laughs> the, the players that shouldn't the be there. thing at the U.S., bro. That's the, that's the one thing with the U.S. Like, if you're a yes man to the coach, you're going to get over somebody that... That's better than you. And just just think about those ma- and those three losses to the U.S. Right, Gold Cup. Think about those matchups, bro. Christian Pulisic versus Cata Dominguez. Timothy Weah versus Chaka Rodriguez. Christian Pulisic versus Jesus Gallardo. Like that's crazy. It's it's mismatches all over the field, dude. And, and that's you're okay like, with putting them out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Musa and McKinney against Luis Romo. And, that's and great. Yeah, that like, was insane. Bro, that's an Ed, insult. Edson Chavez and Orbelini is a fucking mid right now. That's the that's with, a mid, bro. With Cesar and Johan at center back, and and then oh. Jorge Sanchez and fucking whoever the fuck you want to play on the other side, like left back, like Arteaga. Arteaga. I think we're set. And then you go Santi and and Irving and and Alexis up top, bro. Like what the fuck? How are we not putting that out there? But look, even then, like that's there's still good depth there because like in the midfield, right? Like ideally, right now. Edson, Orbelin, and, and Chavez, right? But even if, let's like, say, like, Orbelin's having an off day, we still got Eric Gutierrez at PSV. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, not like, it's not like we don't have the players. We do, but we just don't choose them, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, we had no business starting, like, playing, like, Hector Herrera and playing Charlie Rodriguez and all these dudes. And playing, oh, my. And, and, and respect, to, respect to Guardado, because he's kind of doing decent at Betis, bro, but... But you got better options than Guardado, bro. But I think even Guardado knew it, right? Like he probably knew because he retired right after the he World retired Cup. right he after. He knew that he probably knew going into the World Cup he was gonna get his minutes in. It's like all right, I'm done. Like after this, I'm done. Like but but even then, like you know, I'm sure even if you told the player like Guardado, like hey Guardado, like I'm taking you to my last to the to your last World Cup because you're a legend and you deserve it. But like I'm here to get results. Like I need to put in the guys that are gonna make the game for me and it's a young man's game like you need to be fast you need to be agile you need to be physical like you also need to be technical fucking cone out there he don't move y'all remember that Gio, the Gio Reyna clip in the Azteca shit dude he oh, broke yeah. twice bro what's t- I think what's tough what's tough is that Hector Herrera was playing like a fucking beast in Atletico Madrid and bro honestly it just yeah I don't know what the fuck happened, bro. Like, he went to Houston for the money. And, like, what, like, a couple months before the World Cup? Not even, like, bro, he could have stayed there. He could have stayed the, for I, six months. He could have renewed. He could have stayed there for six months. And we would have been okay with him playing at the World Cup if he would have been at Madrid. We would have been okay with him. 
Because he's still playing at a high fucking level every week in La Liga. And he was a fucking beast, bro. He was locking up everyone in Champions League. Everyone, any, well, yeah, Champions League. I think they were playing Champions League, bro. He was playing with, like, Rodrigo de Paul, too. Like, fucking Simeone said they uh, they were going to offer him a contract. And he said, no, I'm going to go to Houston. Why Houston? Bro, I'm from Texas. Houston? Yeah. yeah. Come on. Like, come nah, on. It's, Wait, but you're, you're a Dallas fan, right? Uh, yeah. I'm not a Dallas fan for any sport. I'm an L.A. fan for everything. Basketball, football. My, my man, my man. Nah, we well, don't like which team I like in LA. But all right, one final question before we get to the hot take. So, is well, will the are, is the US gonna historically pass Mexico, or are we gonna finally turn around and we're still gonna forever be the kings of Concacaf? What do you guys think? Well, I I, I, I want to say I no. Next, I think Mexico has too much history, bro, to get past just like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I, I think I'm gonna say US. no. I'm gonna say no because, like, bro, it's our pride, bro. We cannot, we cannot lose to you. <laughs> it's bro. on the way, bro. Like, if we're not careful, it's on the way. Like, it's begun. It, it's it's started. It's started. The process of overtake has started. It's a make or break thing for Mexico. Literally, right now, they have to choose the right coach, and that coach has to choose the right players for us to beat the USA. It's not like it was before, where where we could just send a whatever starting eleven into the Gold Cup in two thousand nine and beat the US five zero and or. Or be down two zero and still win it four two with ease. Like it's it's not like that anymore. We have to like, we have to face Actually, the USA if they if they were like, Colombia or you know like a good team. And you know what? The US has a couple player big players that are struggling right now in Europe, bro. Like like, you Mexico needs to take advantage. Like Pulisic can't figure it out. Des can't figure it out. Leeds has three of its midfielders and they're about to get relegated. Like Mexico can come in right now and fucking. Kind of fuck that up for them, but they they need it. They need to export, bro. They just they need yeah. To start I think I think in the short term, I think the U.S. is going to be dominating us for a bit. But if if we can turn it around and start exporting at least five six a window, I think we'll be right there, and then we'll, we'll still forever be the the top dog. Is the federation actually? fucking does what they suppo- they are supposed to do what they fucking came out and said they they said their their goal is to send players to Europe and add this relegation promotion back like if they actually do what they said they're going to do I think I think we're going to see big changes like that's what kind of gives me a little more hope for Linus in that regard cuz if you just went to Tigres I'd be like all right yeah his career is done he's going to stay there forever they're never going to sell him but since the Liga MX came out and said we're still going to make it easy for young players he still has a chance to go back. Yeah, he's 22, bro. If he if he can at least ball out for two years, bro, like that's the difference, though, bro. Thinking it's not gonna want to sell him. How long did he sign? He signed for three, right? Four. Oh fuck, dude. That's when the league and its owners, you know, like hold their hold like hold to their word. They said they're gonna make it easier to go. So if he gets an offer after he's been killing it for two years, let him go. You made your profit. You don't need to like ask for 30 million. Just you, if you're asking for 15, let him go. You only bought him for seven. Like, you made your profit. He gave you two good years. Like, there's no point in, like, stagnating them. I don't think they're going to sell him unless they get a championship out of him, bro. Oh, I think they will, bro. I think they're stacked. Fuck, dude. Dig it, bro. It's crazy. This is hot takes. The hotter the take, the hotter chili we got to eat. Vamos. My hot take is that Jordan Carrillo is going to be the best player for Mexico in the next couple of years. The best oh, player? Shit. That's a fr- best? Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good shot. Bro, I love Jordan Carrillo. I watch him. Bro, same here. I like go to illegal streams just to like watch the legal two games. I'm not even, not even kidding. If he just if he just gets the first division and gets time in, he I think he will be up there. You know what's crazy is Jordan Carrillo is doing everything he should be doing that. You know, he's doing everything that he's doing everything that 
people thought Marcelo Flores was going to be doing. But Marcelo's been on the bench for Oviedo and Jordan Carrillo for for Gijón, bro. The fans love him. They like, love him. Yeah. I, I read his tweets and th- their tweets, and they're always like, "Bro, like, why aren't we bringing Carrillo on? Like, get Carrillo on right now! Like, that kid has the magic in his. Uh, what is he a lefty in his left foot? Left. I think he's both, bro. He's very. I good. think he's. Gonna, I think he'll get a season as a full time starter, and he'll get that move, and then he'll develop. He's a baller. But you brought up Marcelo Flores. That's actually my hot take. I think. Uh, I'll take his. I still think. He's our most promising, like U twenty, like or actually U twenty three. You could say like like him with him with a him with Diego Linus, like U twenty three attacker, like attacking mid. I think people are giving up way too easy on him. Like bro, like this is his first season as a pro. Like why are we giving up? Like and look at the team around him, bro. Like how how much can you really do in Oviedo? I don't know if you guys knew this. Oviedo has scored the least amount of goals in that entire league. So obviously the team doesn't create. The team doesn't have finishers. The team has nobody to support anybody in the attack so it's like how, how are you gonna expect a guy who's a first year pro who's like five foot five like 110 pounds soaking wet like to all of a sudden take the league on by storm by himself like that's not gonna happen but i think people are panicking he hasn't really played but it's not like it's not like he's not playing and then like oviedo's like 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 shining without him they're not shining without him. They're, they're not doing anything they're like they're the worst attack in the league like and not only that, we've seen Marcelo be like, play against pros like in youth tournaments, like against the U.S. Uh, U20 team that already had pros in MLS, already had pros overseas, like Caden Clark, Gaga Slonina, Justin Che, um, Cade Cowell. He was the MVP. Marcelo was the MVP of the U20 tournament. Not those guys who were already pros. It was Marcelo who was the MVP, even on his own team. He had a bunch of teammates who were uh, already pros in Liga MX, and he was still the best player in the tournament. So I think people are kind of panicking. Like, he's not getting minutes right now, but I think his mentality, I, I think he has a good, like, head on his shoulders where, like, he's still working hard, still getting better, still working on his game. And I think I think if it's not this season, I think he's going to explode, like, in the next year or so. And he'll be, like, he'll, everyone will, like, see the hype around him. I think people are giving up way too easily on him. Yo, as long as his people around him don't convince him to come back to Mexico. Yeah, like... No, yeah. I don't think they will. I don't, I, I don't think they will. No, I'm also, just, I'm just, as long as they don't, as long as they don't do that. Also, I I saw that I saw that Arsenal actually said they're actually happy with the progression Marcelo's yeah, bro, making. Yeah, like, like, I think I think it's fine, bro. Because he's playing. Pro, I mean, he's playing pro. Like, right? Is is not like? Yeah, people forget he's still an Arsenal player. Yeah, he's still an Arsenal player. He's 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 on a loan, but like, bro. Like he's at least he's like like practicing with pros. Like, yeah, it's on the second division, but I would say the second division is better than U twenty three's Arsenal. So. Of course, it's a pro, it's a pro team, but yeah. My prediction of Diego Linus is he's gonna be like another Sebastian Cordoba, ride the bench for the next couple of years, bro. <laughs> oh, that's, bro harsh. That's, that's harsh. That's hot as shit. No, I, as as much as I want Diego Linus to succeed, I don't know if his mentality or his um, I I, I heard he has a little ego. His ego is gonna let him. If going from uh, 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 Sevilla, no, sorry, from Betis to Braga to Tigres isn't a humbling experience, I don't know what is. I've I've heard like he has a fat ego, and it, I hope he just wakes up. And if he let's say he doesn't, I'm I, I I stand by that. I think he's gonna just be a a player. That, I, okay, at the very best, he's gonna stay in Liga MX for the rest of his career right now. Now that he's at Liga MX, he probably might be. Like, the problem is he'll probably get a better chance of being on the national team now because he's in Mexico. That that that's probably yeah, that's probably true. If he if he was already at Tigres last season turning up, he would have been he would have been a starter for Mexico in the World Cup. I hope everything goes well, but that's just my prediction. I th- I think he's gonna flop. I mean, you basically said Gio Reyna's gonna fall out just in Mexican terms, bro. <laughs> for real. All right.
Mine is the most informed midfielder for Mexico. Hasn't been Andres since the World Cup has ended. Hasn't been Andres Guardado. Hasn't been Edson Alvarez. He's been playing center back, so we can't oh, even say he's a center back. And you know what? He might be the best center back in Concacaf too. Yeah. Yeah. We could put him up there. But I say it's Orbelin Pineda in the Greek League. Most informed midfielder right now for me. Yeah, 100%, bro. That's, that's for me. Facts. I don't think that's, that's a hot cap. take. We've been I mean, Chris is I an avid say Greek league No, Chris is, Chris is an avid Greek League hater, but I, I'm on, I stand there, bro. There's so many good players that have come out of, that have passed through Olympiacos, that have passed through Athens. Um, uh, what's the other big team in Greece? Gank, uh, RC, RC Gank. That's, that's Belgium. Yeah, yeah. But either way, like, the, the, like, bro, what, I, what, what is your, what is your, 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 your problem with the Greek league, Chris? It's a, it's a semi decent league. It's not the best. Better than league IMX. What, bro? That that's the hottest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that's the hot take. That league is so bad. And, and let me let me give you guys some context. So if you go to transfer market, and I know transfer values and everything, but it'll, it it it's a pretty good indication of which teams, like more expensive teams, are obviously better like their overall like market value of the players so if you go to the greek league the greek league has has 14 teams in the league nine out of those 14 teams have a less combined transfer value than queretaro who's the lowest in liga max the lowest liga max if we go team versus team greek and mexico right now who do you think is coming out on top for context bro you're telling me nine out of 14 teams in that league hold on hold on nine out of 14 teams in that greek league are either Querétaro level or worse. Like, that's insane, bro. That's just a value, though. That's just a value. Besides Olympiacos and maybe Athens, that league is poverty, bro. Like, like you know, half of the MLS is worth more than, like, the Premier League teams? I'm not talking about the worth of the club. Like, how much they're, they're worth a billion dollars to buy LFC. No, I'm talking about the overall value combined of the players. Like the transfer value of the players combined is... Then the Greek league is so low because the players aren't good, bro. They're not. They're not valued high. They're not good players. And here's the thing. Here's nothing to add on to that. I'm not even convinced. I'm gonna be honest. Like, Orbelin's team is in first place in the league. I think. I looked at their team, bro. I, I'm, I'm not convinced they're better than America or Tigres or Monterrey. They're not better than any of those teams. And Olympiacos played America today. Olympiacos is. I don't think so, bro. I, I honestly don't see it. Wow. Oh, this is a Champions League team. But that's the thing. They're they're not in the Champions League. They don't even make it anymore. No, but what, whatever what who, whatever Greek uh, team played in the Champions League this past season against America, I don't think they win, bro. Honestly, like I don't I don't think the Greek league is that good. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. If Olympiacos team is only one of two good teams in that league, it's like I need to do my research. Hold on. Bro, if Orbelin's team is first place, like, like I, 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 I literally, I would look at their lineup and then look at Tigres or look at America, look at Monterrey, look at Pachuca. I don't think they're better than any of those teams. I'm not even joking. I'll like, tell you, I'll tell you something. They're better than Pumas, that's for sure. Okay, relax, buddy. Relax. Pumas, Pumas is gonna win. I'm telling you, bro. Pumas is winning the league this season, right. bro. I'm guaranteeing you it. I'm put. I put. I put a hundred dollars on it, bro. <laughs> Pumas is winning the fucking no, no, they're not. Mon- Monterrey is. Monterrey is shit. No, we're not. We have the most. Yeah, you talent. are, bro. We have Almost the most talent besides Pachuca. Pachuca, Monterrey in the finals. All right, but I think we're good. Thank you guys for listening and watching. Make sure you guys follow the podcast. Make sure you guys rate the podcast. And again, 
Thank you to our guest, 29, the GOAT, Diego. El 29. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, drop your handles, bro, so all the Mexico guys can follow you. It's Demon. It's Diego Mendoza 29. Underscore. Diego Mendoza 29, underscore, on Twitter. All right, thank you, guys. We'll see you next week with more Football Asada. Make sure you guys subscribe and follow us at Cabra FC and CabraSportsHQ.com.